because I want to put this on a podcast um, coming this 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 August. Uh, one of the things that I am going to talk about before you guys get on out of here today is struggling with balance in my life. And one of the things that I teach, and it's the most important areas, I think, in our lives are what, you know, these are the things that keep us in balance. And in my initial teaching on balance, I cover four things, four areas that are very important to uh, human beings. And the first one is emotional stability. The second one is physical fitness. The third one is financial independence. And then the fourth one is spiritual fulfillment. And uh, I'm probably going to lose some folks on number four. But please note that I weigh them equally. And the order that I listed to you uh, does not necessarily reflect their order of importance. So I want you to compare this analogy with what I call a four-legged stool. Has anybody here ever gone to a restaurant and sat on a chair that was a little bit out of balance and maybe you stuck a piece of paper underneath it or maybe the the old trick of match matchbooks or match matches from back in the day to kind of give that table or that that chair the balance, right? If you compare it to that, everybody's had that experience of sitting on that on on one that was, you know, sort of out of balance. And you know, maybe even with one or even two legs that were shorter than the other. Uh, and to me, it was uncomfortable, right? And so for me, it's the same thing when we're all out of balance. And I think it's uncomfortable to say the least. And the challenge is that we can get used to being out of balance and we can literally forget that it's bad for us, right? We can linger on that teetering stool way too long and it starts to hurt our back and it starts to hurt the conversation and your wife looks over at the table or your kids are like, dad, stop, you know, stop moving the table, stop shaking it, you know, and it starts creating this turmoil. And so so I want to go over the four areas in just a little bit more depth with you before I bust you guys out of here this afternoon. And the first one I want to talk to you about is emotional stability. And for me, and I'll speak for myself because this is, for me, it's a journey of self-awareness. For me, emotional stability has to do with my ability to cope with a life crisis and to be generally happy most of the time. About a week ago, my son went to my wife and the first thing he said to her was, Mom, on the, and he said this to her on the 4th of July, Mom, on the 3rd of July, when I was coming to see you guys in Rome, Georgia for the fireworks, I got a speeding ticket and I got a speeding ticket, which was a 92 and a 65. And so for me, in the past, I have I have flown off the handle for something like that. But with my with my self-awareness. I have to remember the 18-year-old kid that I once was in Buffalo, New York, you know, in the early 90s, 
getting those speeding tickets and getting in trouble just like this. And he's a good kid. He's a 4.0 kid. He's a youth leader. His name is Gabriel. He's an angel. He does the right thing all the time, but he was with his girlfriend and he wanted to show off a little bit. And for five seconds, that joy has turned into a $1,500 ticket. He got a super speeder ticket in the state of Georgia under the age of 21 and is probably going to lose his license on August 29th. Um, If he doesn't do the things that the judge tells him to do because he's going to college for the first time. And with this adversity, under this concept, these are the topics of self-image and self-esteem, right? So when we feel stable or when we feel good about ourselves, we're going to have this wherewithal to, to face what life is going to hand us. And I was okay with him getting it. I was not okay with the fact that he did not come to me first, he went to his mother. And I really wanted to be the one that he came to, but I can't win all of those battles, right? And um, at the end of the day, I basically said to him, hey, don't judge yourself too harshly. Don't let this become your reality. Don't forget that you're still a good kid. And that for me is what emotional stability is all about. Um, The second thing on my list today is physical fitness. Now, I'm not a gym rat, and I don't like to go to the gym. In fact, I hate the gym. I hate working out. I hate doing DNC. I, I don't like doing all of those things. But again, it is a matter of taking care of our bodies so that we don't become rich and sick. Don't let work take over your life so much that you do stop exercising or take that dog for a walk or, or that you eat unhealthy foods, chocolate, peanut butter, ice cream, by the way, from Haagen-Dazs, um, or drink too much of anything. I, my thing, my vice in life is I drink too much black coffee. I don't drink sodas. I don't drink alcohol. Uh, I don't drink water. I just drink a lot of coffee, right? But again, if the machine that is your body fails you, I'm going to fail my family and I'm not going to be able to do anything else but work to my limitation. And I don't want to be limited in this one at bat, this one life that I have left at the age of 45 to enjoy it and be happy with my family right? I want to be able to provide for them. The third thing is financial independence. This one is very basic to me. It's very self-explanatory. I want to create enough wealth to live well without the help of anybody. I don't want to take a loan. I don't want to ask my mom. I don't want to ask my friend. I want to be able to do it on my own because that's just how I roll. And I've been doing that since I was 10 years old. The last thing is spiritual fulfillment, and I'm going to probably lose most of you on this one. As you can tell, my son's names are Gabriel, Noah, and Solomon. I'm married into a Christian woman. I met her 25 years ago. Um, I myself have been going to her church for the last 20 years, Uh, but I grew up with three different religions. I grew up with Zoroastrianism, which is very much like Buddhism. I grew up with Islam. I had a stepdad who was uh, an Arab, uh, and so he instilled Islam in me. Uh, But again, for me, spiritual fulfillment is very simple. For me, it means that I believe in something. And again, this is a very personal matter to people, but it's an important one to recognize 
because you see if what you believe in doesn't make a difference it doesn't make a difference with what you believe in does that make sense everybody so my message to you today as you depart my first class and my session with you is learn to recognize your weaknesses in any of these four areas that we talked about and then set goals for getting back in balance, right? Ideally, you will always achieve success in all four areas, but you will live a much in, much enjoyable life and much of a happy life. Hope everybody had a uh, really good jam session and fireside chat. Uh, that's your daily Z and uh, shot of B12. Uh, Hope to see everybody back tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I am your master trainer, Zareer Merwanji. Hope everybody has a good evening. If you need anything, I'll hang out for just a little bit here uh, for some Q&A. Just let me know what you need, and I'll be there for you. Thanks, guys. Have a great evening. Talk to you tomorrow, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Don't be late. To be late is unacceptable. To be on time is to be late. To get here 15 minutes before class makes Mr. Z super happy. (laughs) Have a good night, everybody.